big obstacle for a lot of people why they find prayer, meditation, mental prayer really difficult is because they actually have no fuel for the fire. They're, you know, sitting down to try and talk to God and, uh, you know, they want to talk to him about the news, you know, oh, the pandemic, oh, these are the topics that we talk to other people. But when it comes to talking with God, those things don't tend to work. <laughs> the conversation goes flat all of a sudden because God doesn't really want to talk about those things. So we need fuel. We need conversation topics. And if you do a little bit of spiritual reading and that you're kind of thinking about it then, not having to, you know, purposely think about it, but it just sort of happens. Then when it comes to conversation with God, it's just going to happen. And I've experienced this in my own life. It's it's not like, oh, I'm going through normal day. Oh, now prayer time. Now I have to make this huge effort to make this big jump up to this other realm. It's like, no, I, it becomes this gradual. I'm like almost always there in the prayer place because in the back is always these thoughts of, of God and the kingdom and uh, whatever else. So it should be books you like. <laughs> You're reading a book like, oh, this is so hard, but I have to. <gasps> yeah, stop and take that book and open your window and throw it away. <laughs> that book works really well for somebody else. And no matter who recommended it to you, if it isn't working for you, then stop. It should be something that you find interesting. Okay, it should be something that captures your imagination and gets you thinking about God. And you can do it in just like one paragraph. So you want to make this as enjoyable as possible. You want to make it as, as lightweight, meaning it's not a huge burden on your day. So I'm not going to set aside half an hour. It's like I can barely find 20 minutes to pray. I'm not going to do more spiritual reading than I am prayer. Put it in with, if you do regular reading, say at night, just throw it in there before or after your other one. Or if you're having a tea break and you don't do anything during your tea break, you know, maybe grab your book out on your phone and, and just read a little bit like a paragraph just to give you a thought to think about or as I had already said, during your prayer time, you know, whether you, you pray based on the scriptures or some other book, just to read a little something, just to get you in the mood. Sometimes I'll do it like just before I pray, I'll just read a little paragraph just to, oh, that's right. It reminds me of the kingdom. It's like looking into heaven. It's like, what? Okay, what, what's this God thing about again? Because sometimes it's just a few hours and I sort of forget and I just get so focused on worldly things. So it reminds us that of God. It reminds us, oh yeah, these are the friends of Jesus and this is what they say in their encounters and it helps us get into that prayer place. So try and make this as, as easy as possible as, as uh, carefully and, and gently blended in with the rest of your life so it's not this huge, abrupt, different insertion into your day. And now, folks, we come to the part that you've all been waiting for and that I'm really excited about. Now I'm going to get to give you some suggestions of books. And I love books. So number one, needless to say, is this little gem, which, of course, is the Bible. I love the RSV translation, but, uh, but you can't beat the old Bible, especially the Gospels. One recommendation that I received when I was about 18 from my youth director was go through the New Testament one chapter a night. Put it beside your bed. Just one chapter won't take a minute or two. And uh, really, really recommend, especially the New Testament and especially, especially the Gospels to get to know Jesus. Number two, we've got the Catechism. Absolutely golden, a little bit dense. I don't mean stupid. I mean, like, there's so much riches that they've distilled. It's like when you're eating a really rich cheesecake without strawberries on top. Oh my gosh, this is so good, but I can't do much. So definitely get yourself a catechism and underline like crazy. But this is really just a starter to get you thinking about other things, but just just awesome. Next up, I'm going to recommend something on the spiritual life. So you, when you were born, didn't come with an instruction manual. You don't know, we don't 
naturally know how our spirit works. So we need to learn that. And there's great books out there. One I'm going to recommend, Father Thomas Dubay, God rest him. He wrote this book, Fire Within. It's about the spirituality of St. Teresa of Avila and St. John of the Cross and the Gospels. And it's primarily about prayer. This one is a keeper. A little, little bit thick, but very, very readable. And again, get yourself a copy, leave it on yourself. No, don't. Take it off yourself and read it. But you just read a little bit. There's also a great one by Ralph Martin called Fulfillment of All Desire. It's kind of similar. It goes through the history of the spiritual life and really makes it, you know, explains it in, uh, in layman's terms. Two other classics on the spiritual life. We've got Father Gary Gould Lagrange. This is just volume one. So, so if you get in a fight, you want to grab this one. Uh, nice and big. It's called The Three Ages of the Interior Life. A little bit heavier, but uh, I, I really, really love, I really love this one. I've underlined the whole thing. You know you're onto a good book when there's more underlining than there is not underlined. So this is definitely one of those ones. And it, again, it's on the spiritual life. Another classic, again, pretty heavy going. If you're if you're in for like really getting into this tough stuff, a guy called Tanqueray, I think Adolf Tanqueray, not too many Adolfs going around in the world today, but this fellow was an Adolf Tanqueray, it's just called The Spiritual Life. He loves bullet points, which I love too. So I love Father Tanqueray, but he really, really systematically goes through the ins and outs of the spiritual life and, uh, vice and virtue and all that sort of thing. So kind of a classic. Another one on the spiritual life. I love the spiritual life. So I'm just going to go for this one. You can't beat a book written by a saint. So this is St. Francis de Sales' Introduction to the Devout Life. Really a classic. And, uh, you know, language is a little bit dated, but um, some real gems in there. Then uh, St. Therese, you know, she's really encapsulates and explains the gospel at its core in the most beautiful and powerful way, really for our time. So uh, you can't beat St. Therese, her, uh, her autobiography, for sure. This book here, it's called I Believe in Love by Father Jean Delbet, a French author. It's kind of like a retreat. Each chapter was actually a retreat he gave and he wrote it all down. This gives the heart of her spirituality. Can't recommend this enough. You will underline like a maniac. <laughs> so much. Again, getting to know Jesus, if spiritual reading is about getting to know him, really good, obviously, to read the Bible. But beyond that, a little bit of reading of a commentary can be good. At the moment, I'm going to, through the book of Revelation. So some commentaries I'm looking at that you can just, again, read it and just get a little snippet for a bit of spiritual inspiration. Uh, this is the Navarre Bible. They do the entire Bible kind of book by book. Um, so some great comments in there. This guy is amazing. Michael Barber, layman. This one coming soon, unlocking Book of Revelation. Amazing. If you ever wanted to know what, what's the story with the Book of Revelation, this guy, and really inspiring, really gets you thinking. Just read a little bit and then stop and uh, have your brain melted. Okay, <laughs> talking about good, thick books. Okay, this one is volume one of five. Then they're all this thick, and it's all on the Gospel of St. Matthew. It's by a guy called Erasmo. Liva Maricacus, which is as impressive as, as how thick his book is. Uh, it's printed, done by Ignatius Press, and uh, unbelievable. He'd like do pages just on one word, but it's really readable, really deep stuff, really inspiring. And um, you'll feel really intelligent too, because he talks about the Greek. Brad Petrie, uh, he's kind of a I believe he studied under Scott Hahn, who I'm going to mention in a moment. Jesus in the Last Supper, getting to understand the sacraments and uh, especially the Mass and the Eucharist. And this book is a gem on uh, explaining kind of the biblical roots of the Eucharist and the Mass and the Last Supper. Really recommend, really anything by Brad Petrie. 
and the other guy, Michael Barber. Anything on them. Henri Nguyen, bit of a classic fella. The Return of the Prodigal Son, highly recommended. Haven't actually read this one, but loads of people have told me I should. Another one in that vein, Thomas Merton. Can be a bit controversial. Uh, his later stuff is a bit controversial. Early stuff is pretty solid. Seeds of Contemplation, and it's exactly that. St. Teresa's Autobiography. Mother Teresa. St. Teresa. Read the Lives of the Saints, really for inspiration. And you can't beat it when it's written by a saint themselves. So this is the autobiography of St. Teresa, just like the autobiography of St. Therese. A book that had huge influence on me and my conversion, The Diary of St. Faustina. It's not quite an autobiography. If you ever want to read people's diaries, now you have the chance and don't not feel guilty about it. Really, really amazing. This is one of those open it anywhere type of books. The stuff in bold is what Jesus apparently said to her. So really amazing. The Holy Spirit really speaks through this. I mentioned Scott Hahn. He's written loads and loads and loads of books. Signs of Life, 40 Catholic Customs and Their Biblical Roots. Everything he says, really readable. Just ignore the terrible, terrible puns. Michael Barber's a bad one for that too. Terrible puns, but great insight. Educational as well as, as inspiring and spiritual. Uh, there's there's just so there's so much stuff. Cantala Mesa, Father Cantala Mesa, anything by him. Sober Intoxication in the Spirit is the one I just happened to grab off my shelf. And then uh, G.K. Chesterton, a little bit intellectual, which is okay, right? Uh, this one's called Orthodoxy, the Romance of Faith. Again, a classic of his, much loved. C.S. Lewis would be another great one. Anyway, we could we could be here all day, but you probably don't have time for that. So, guys, I hope this has been helpful. God bless you.